Temple of Geek Toddcast, episode 64, is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash Toddcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Toddcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. You are listening to the Temple of Geek Toddcast, a show designed to analyze pop culture for your entertainment. I am your host, Daniel, and if you're joining us for the first time, welcome! This show is released every week for your enjoyment. You can find this episode and more by heading to templeofgeek.com, iTunes, or Stitcher. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter by using the handle, at Temple of Geek. On this episode, I decide to go solo and kind of talk to you about some of the big news stories that took place this week. You know, we've had Star Wars Celebration, and we also had some news from Nintendo, so I just wanted to kind of touch on those things, and maybe a couple other things as well. So without further ado, let's get this party started. So before I dig into Star Wars Celebration, I want to just kind of talk about some of the things that's been happening with Temple of Geek. Um, First off, this coming week is going to be San Diego Comic Con, so Chelsea... Katie and Eamon will be at the San Diego Comic Con doing some interviews and taking some pictures and getting some information there at the con. Um, So look for that coming up here shortly on the website. We'll be posting some information about that. If you've been following our website, you have noticed that uh, Cosplay Connection has been back and it's been back with several episodes. Um, We've already posted three episodes in the last month. And we're going to be releasing another episode here shortly. So if you're into cosplay and you want to meet some of these new cosplayers, stay tuned to templateofgeek.com. We're going to be posting a whole bunch of new videos with Cosplay Connection. We also have a new host for the show. His name is Jake, and he comes from Corrupt Cosplay. So when you start watching these new episodes, you'll be seeing a new face. So just be prepared for that. But again, Cosplay Connection on templateofgeek.com. We'll be releasing new episodes, and you'll start seeing them here soon. So stay tuned. Also, I have personally been playing Pokemon Go. Now, I never thought I would actually be playing Pokemon. This game is just kind of addicting, actually. If you've been living under a rock lately and haven't heard what Pokemon Go is, Pokemon Go is a game that you can download for your Android or iPhone, and basically it allows you to become a Pokemon trainer in real life. How freaking cool is that? So I've been playing a lot of Pokemon. I have been actually going out to actual Pokestops, trying to catch them all. <laughs> it's crazy how addicting this game is. One of the most impressive things was the first week it came out, um, my wife and I were actually downtown in our, in our hometown. And we, we were out at about 8.30, 9 o'clock at night walking around the streets and there was just so many people out there playing the game i just could not believe the amount of people that was outside playing this game and the cool thing about it was it was kids it was adults it was people older than me out there playing this game Um, so this is a game that is just made for everyone nintendo has done a really good job making something that anyone can pick up and play and i applaud them for that Um, I also applaud them for getting people up off the couch and getting them outside. Um, Never thought you would see that many people outside playing a game. It's just, it was just absolutely amazing. The game's addicting. It's free to play. Just want to warn you, if you do download it, just be prepared to suck your life in it because you're going to be playing Pokemon wherever you're at. Something else that has come out this week is a new show on Netflix called Stranger Things. I binge watched the show. It's only eight episodes long. 
basically the premise of the story is Winona Ryder, uh, one of her kids, ends up missing. And over the course of this investigation, trying to locate this kid, weird things start happening and just all over the town. Um, while that's happening, the boy's friends try to find him as well. And they discover a girl who has telepathy and other powers like that. She can move things with her mind. The show was actually done really well. Um, if you're a big fan of 80s movies like E.T. and Stand By Me, then this film is going to be right up your alley. I mean, it, it took you back to 1984. Um, everything in this film, I keep calling it a film, but it was actually a TV series. But every, everything in this series was just I mean, it's, it's, it's like you're watching something from the 80s. Even the opening credits was done in the style of a, an old 80s television movie. Definitely worth a watch. So if you want to watch something this weekend, check out Stranger Things on Netflix. But we're going to move on to the Star Wars Celebration 2016. Man, I hope one day Temple of Geek gets to go to the Star Wars Celebration because it looks like it is a lot of fun. This year... I only got to watch it through the webcasts, so I didn't get to actually go to the, the celebration, sad face, but I did get to see a lot of cool things take place. On Friday, the Rogue One panel took place in the afternoon, and we basically got a lot of news about the new movie. Um, one of the cool things that we got to see was the new poster. Uh, I will post a link in the show notes of the poster. Um, it looks absolutely amazing. It's what you would expect from a war film. Uh, it looks like the Rebels fighting the, the Imperial soldiers with the Death Star looming in the background. It is a really cool-looking poster. Again, I'll post it in the uh, show notes so you, that way you can take a look at it. We also got a new sizzle reel that had a bunch of new footage. So uh, I'll also post that in the show notes so we can kind of talk about it. One of the things that we didn't get to see was the new trailer. So people that were in attendance got to see a new trailer. I think it was only like a minute, 30 seconds long. Um, but in the trailer, they got to see Darth Vader's return to film. Um, unfortunately, viewers at home did not get to see it while that trailer was playing. We got to see the Sizzle Reel trailer again, which, you know, of course, can't complain for not getting what we uh, didn't pay for. So the fans that were in attendance got to see the new uh trailer with Darth Vader. It was freaking awesome from what I understand. I know Disney will be releasing something soon. Comic-Con is just around the corner, so we may be getting a reveal of the new trailer here right before Comic-Con or maybe even at Comic-Con. We will see. I don't know, but it's going to be awesome. What else did we learn? Well, we got to see some, you know, funny interaction between Gwendolyn Christie. Um, as you know, she played uh, uh, Captain Phasma in The Force Awakens. She presented uh, Felicity Jones with her very first Star Wars action figure of Jen Erso. So that was kind of cool. Um, Felicity kind of held it up and revealed to the world what the new action figure is. If you want to take a look to see what that action figure looks like, I will post a link in the show notes showing you what the figure looks like. One of the other th cool things that happened during the panel was Alan Tudyk. Um, Alan Tudyk is hilarious. If you've never seen him on film or if you ever actually watched Firefly or anything like that with him in it, he's just an amazing actor. And when he does panels and stuff, he is just, I don't know, he's just hilarious to me. Um, he plays a droid in Star Wars Rogue One named K2SO. And he basically describes this droid as an elderly person that just doesn't care anymore. 
<laughs> so we actually got our first look of the droid uh, with a quick clip of the droid basically being handed a bag. And as he's handed that bag, the, uh, the droid drops the bag and it's just like, whatever. So be on the lookout for that. Um, again, I'll post all this stuff in the show notes so, so you can take a look at it. On Saturday, one of the coolest things, I think, to ever happen in ever Star Wars happened. Um, Dave Filoni had the uh, Star Wars Rebels panel. And during the Star Wars Rebels panel, you know, we learned a lot about what he is supposed to be coming up with in, in Season 3. Then they showed the trailer. And in the trailer, we learned things that uh, Kanan is, in fact, blind. And uh, there's going to be Darth Maul and Darksabers and all sorts of things that we've seen before in, in Star Wars, Clone Wars, and Rebels. But... The big reveal for this trailer was Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yes, Grand Admiral Thrawn is going to be officially canon in the Star Wars universe. So all you complainers out there who complained that Star Wars Legacy needs to be brought back into canon and blah, 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 go away because they brought Grand Admiral Thrawn back. He's one of the big people that y'all were complaining about. He's back in canon. He's there on screen. In his blue face glory with red eyes, he is back. So, I'm excited. Season 3 looks like it's going to be freaking amazing. I cannot wait to see what happens on Star Wars Rebels. So, in addition to Thrawn returning to the Star Wars universe as official canon, he's also going to be reunited with his with the guy who created him, Timothy Zahn. Um, Zahn is going to be writing a new book called Thrawn. Um, so, that book will be coming out later this year. So just kind of be on the lookout for that. I'm sure that's going to dig more into the, the psyche of the character and kind of develop that character even more. Now, in case you weren't aware, um, Disney plans to release a Star Wars movie every year. So last year was The Force Awakens. This year is going to be Rogue One. Next year is going to be Episode Eight. The year after that is going to be a Han Solo solo film. <laughs> so try to say that real five times fast. In this film, we don't know much about it. We just know that it's going to be digging more into the younger life of Han Solo. So Harrison Ford will not be returning to reprise his role as, as Han Solo. What we got at during celebration was the announcement, the official announcement of the character that's going to be playing Han Solo. And that character is Alden Enerich. 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 I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it's Enerich. The interesting thing about this character is... He does actually kind of look like a younger Harrison Ford. Um, so I don't know anything about his acting chops. I don't know what he can do. Apparently he was in a movie, Hell Caesar, never seen it. So I, I don't know what he's like. So we'll just kind of see what happens here in the next coming months. Now, if it's anything like Rogue One, we'll probably know, start learning more and start seeing more about that film next year when episode... Eight is getting ready to hit the screen, so just be on the lookout for that. Now, I don't know if you guys want to do a homework assignment, but Ryan Johnson has revealed six films that he made the crew of Star Wars Episode Eight watch to kind of get a feel of what he wanted the movie to be like. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to list these movies off, and if you want to go watch these movies, or if you've even seen these movies... Um, supposedly this will kind of give us an insight of what to expect in episode 8 
One of the first films was 12 O'Clock High, which came out in 1949. Um, this movie starred Gregory Peck, and it's about uh, his character when he takes control of the 918 Squadron uh, during the uh, during World War II. So uh, that's kind of one, one film there. Um, another one of the films was The Bridge on the River Kwai. Uh, the third film was Three Outlaw Samurai. The fourth film was Letter Never Sent. The fifth film was Gungi, I'm sorry, Gunga Din. And the sixth film was Sahara. And he made it very specific that it was not the Sahara with Matthew Conahag. It was the original. Um, it was the original 1943 version of Sahara. So there you have it. If you watch those six films, you might get a better understanding of what episode eight is going to be like. So start watching. And if you want to let us know in the comments what you think this movie will be like after watching these films, let us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts and theories. Man, there was just so much that happened during Celebration. Um, we got to see the Mark Hamill panel, and it was I th believe it was titled An Hour with Mark Hamill. And he just kind of went on about his career and how, you know, how he portrays Luke Skywalker and how he loves the fans and how he's a fan himself. Um, it, it's just so awesome listening to that guy talk. Uh, one of the things he did during the panel was he read a line from his new movie coming out, The uh, Killing Joke. And he made it very specific that this movie earned an R rating and that he feels that kids should not watch it. As a matter of fact, he referenced a time where a child fan had walked up to him and was like, hey, Mark Hamill, I'm excited about your new movie, The Killing Joke. And he's like, no, don't watch that movie. So, I mean, he's a, he's a hilarious actor. I'm looking forward to The Killing Joke, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he brings to Episode Eight. Um, some of the other things that we saw was Carrie Fisher, um, which there was an interesting part there uh, during the Carrie Fisher panel. We uh, got to see Warwick Davis. He's, he was the host of that panel. And if you don't know who Warwick Davis is, he played Wicket in Return of the Jedi. He also played a couple characters throughout the rest of the Star Wars saga. And he also is known for his portrayal of the character Willow in the movie Willow. Well, Warwick Davis and Carrie Fisher got to reenact their scene from Return of the Jedi. And in that scene, basically, <laughs> Warwick is basically poking... Uh, Carrie Fisher with the a giant stick that he's pretending to be a st uh, a spear, and while that's happening, um, Carrie Fisher's dog starts getting very upset and starts chasing Wark around. Pretty funny to watch. If you haven't seen it, I'll post that in the show notes as well so you can see that video. After watching pretty much seventy two hours worth of content of Star Wars Celebration, I, I can honestly tell you that. I am excited to see Star Wars Rebels Season 3. Uh, that show just looks... Uh, I can't explain it. It's just its amazing to see that much love and care given to a cartoon that... You know, the cartoon's meant for kids. I'm not going to lie. But there's just so much love and attention given to that show that any Star Wars fan can enjoy it. And Dave Filoni, I mean, it's... It's it's in the right hands. You could tell he cares about these characters, and he he's doing everything he can to bring back characters that were very popular in from Legacy. So, you know, we're getting Thrawn now. Who knows? We might get Dash Rendar next, Mara Jade. We, 
there's endless possibilities, and I believe that the, the, the cartoon side, the television side of the Star Wars universe is in the right hands. I'm also excited about Rogue One. Rogue One is going to be the first Star Wars movie that takes place outside of the saga. Now, I know a lot of you are going to say, well, you know, the Clone Wars actually had a theatrical release. I don't really count that because it's an animated movie, um, and it was technically the first three episodes of the Clone Wars. But this is actually going to be a theatrical live-action film that takes place outside of the Star Wars saga. And as a matter of fact, it's going to bridge the prequels and the sequels. The sequel trilogy or the, the original trilogy, whatever you want to call it. I have always been a big fan of the prequels. I know a lot of people out there can't stand the prequels. I'm just excited that they're they're going to they're they're going to stick to their guns and they're going to tie these things together. So I, I think Rogue One is a good film to do that. It's 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 going to bring these two things together, and I, I think that's that's going to be good for the Star Wars universe. So I'm just I'm super excited about Rogue One. And with that, I want to take a break right here to talk to you a little bit about our sponsor, Audible.com. Audible is offering a free audiobook download for you, the listeners of the Temple of Geek Toddcast, with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their services. So Thrawn's coming to the Star Wars universe and you wanted to learn a little bit more about him? I would recommend that you would download the special 20th anniversary edition of Star Wars Heir to the Empire, the Thrawn Trilogy, Book 1. Let me read you a little bit of what the, the book synopsis is off of the Audible's website. Five years after the Death Star was destroyed and Darth Vader and the Emperor were defeated, the galaxy is struggling to heal the wounds of war. Princess Leia and Han Solo are married and expecting twins, and Luke Skywalker has become the first in a long-awaited line of new Jedi Knights. But thousands of light years away, the last of the Emperor's warlords, the brilliant and deadly Grand Admiral Thrawn, has taken command of the shattered Imperial fleet, readied it for war, and pointed it to the fragile heart of the New Republic. For this dark warrior has made two vital discoveries that could destroy everything the courageous men and women of the Rebel Alliance fought so hard to create. That was me trying to, you know, get you excited about the book. So if it worked, head on over to audibletrial.com forward slash Toddcast to get that free title now. Or if it didn't work, you could choose from over 180 other thousand titles today. Support us by heading over to audibletrial.com forward slash Toddcast and get your free 30-day trial started today. So now let's talk video games. More specifically, Nintendo. Nintendo just announced that they are going to be releasing what they're calling the NES Classic Edition. It's basically a Nintendo Entertainment System modernized. Um, so what this thing is, is it's a tiny replica of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Now I say tiny, it's it looks like it fits in the palm of the hand. So picture your old Nintendo Entertainment System fitting in the palm of your hand. This system comes preloaded with 30 NES classic titles. Uh, some of these titles include Super Mario Brothers, Metroid, Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Zelda, Kirby's Adventure. The console itself cannot take any cartridges, nor can it connect to Wi-Fi, nor can it go into the the Nintendo uh, Virtual Console Store and download additional games. It's going to be 30 games that comes with the system, and that's all you get. The system will also come prepackaged with a classic-style NES controller that will be able to be used only on the Nintendo Classic system, um, as well as the Nintendo Wii. So basically, the, the port isn't the original Nintendo port. It's going to be a port that connects into the Wii Remote or the classic uh, handheld system. 
Um, it also includes an HDMI cable to connect to your modern HDMI high-def television and an AC adapter. If you want an additional controller, that can be purchased um, outside of the box for $9.99. The console itself with the controller starts at $59.99. Now, I don't think that's a bad deal. Uh, that's 30 classic titles, basically, for 60 bucks. I mean, that's $2 a game. That's pretty much what you pay on, on the Wii U for virtual console download versions of the games. Actually, I think you pay $5 a game, so you're actually getting them a lot cheaper. Uh, let me go over some of the 30 games. I mean, there's 30 games on this thing. We got Balloon Fight, Bubble Bobble, Castlevania, Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., Double Dragon 2 The Revenge, Dr. Mario, Excite Bike, Final Fantasy, Galaga, Ghost and Goblins, Gradius, Ice Climbers, Kid Icarus, Kirby's Adventure, Mario Brothers, Mega Man 2, Metroid, Ninja Gaiden, Pac-Man, Punch-Out featuring Mr. Dream, Star Tropics, Super C, Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers 2, Super Mario Brothers 3, Tecmobile, The Legend of Zelda, and Zelda 2, The Adventures of Link. The Nintendo uh, Classic Edition is supposed to be available November 11th, 2016, just in time for the holiday season. Now, who is this system geared towards? To me, this classic system is pretty much geared towards nostalgia. It's, it's geared towards the collectors that want to collect the classic game systems. The people that go out and hunt down the old Nintendo classics, that hunt down the old classic Nintendo systems, who go to garage sales and flea markets to find these things. That's who I think the system's geared towards. Now, will casual players pick it up? Sure, absolutely. I mean, it's 60 bucks. I mean, this isn't, this isn't anything new and anything groundbreaking. Atari's been doing it, Sega's been doing it, ColecoVision's been doing it. They've been doing it for years. They've been releasing these consoles, and they usually come out around Christmas time. So Nintendo's not really doing anything groundbreaking. But Nintendo's going out there and basically helping classic game collectors collect a piece of their childhood by getting an NES system. Now, it's not the original system, but people nowadays will be able to play some of these classic games on a classic style controller and be able to experience what we've experienced when we were younger. Do I think this is a good thing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Nintendo is very protective over their properties and over their hardware. So I'm pretty impressed that they are releasing something of this caliber to the general public. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm really, I'm excited about this thing. Um, one other thing I'm excited about is the fact that you can use the NES controllers on your Wii remotes. So if you have virtual console games that you want to play that's not included on the system, you can use an NES controller on your Wii. Tell me that's not freaking awesome. If this does well, and I, I picture that it will, um, we might see future releases of things like a Super NES Classic system or a Nintendo 64 Classic system, you know, preloaded with some games. And we would also get those type of controllers as well. So. I think this looks good for the uh, for the company. The company's reaching out there and trying to do new things. You know, they've released Pokemon on cell phones, um, Mitomo on cell phones as well. So those are their first two games in the cell phone market, and now they're releasing something that's on a console that's not really one of their main consoles. So this is really cool. I'm really excited about about this, and I, I think this is going to do well for the company. My concern on this new system is pretty much the timing of it. Um, it's coming out four months before the Nintendo NX. 
I don't think people will, but I hope they don't get it confused thinking that, oh, this is the NX. Oh, this is something that's the new Nintendo system that Nintendo wanted to create. This is not the NX. I want to be absolutely clear on that. The NX is still coming out in February. This system is just something that Nintendo just wanted to release to, to you know, feed into the classic, the classic video game collectors, you know, just, just feed into their habits. So, yes, again, this is not the Nintendo NX. This is the Nintendo Classic Edition. It's going to be a completely different thing outside of what they're trying to build. One of the biggest shockers to me about this system is the games that they're releasing on it. You know, I just read off the, the 30 games that's coming out for the system. But there's games that Nintendo just, you know, they're, they're very protective over their properties, like I've said. You know, they're protective over, over Donkey Kong. They're protective over Mario Brothers. And they're putting all these on one console and basically giving it to you for $2 a game. I mean, you know, they're selling these games on their virtual console, like I said earlier, for 5 bucks a game. And here they are giving it to you for less, you know, $2 a game at the $59 price tag. And, and, the, and these are some of their AAA titles that came out on this system. So, I, I, again, I, I applaud Nintendo for doing this route and, and releasing this thing. And I hope it's successful because I would like to see future releases like the Super Nintendo or the 64. And since I keep mentioning the NX, one final thing I just want to talk about before I bring this episode to a close is the Nintendo NX. So Ubisoft CEO Yevs Gilmot believes that the NX will bring casual players back to the industry based on what he's seen of the upcoming NX uh, Nintendo console so far. So he states, what we have seen is really great. We think having a new machine coming is going to help the industry to continue to grow and to take lots more casual players back into the industry. So what, is, what does this mean? This means, one, he's seen the system. He likes what he sees. He thinks that there's potential to, for gamers to flock to the system as well as casual gamers. So I am super excited to see what this new system brings and, you know, what it is. Nintendo stated that they will be releasing an announcement of this system soon. So I'm hoping, you know, sometime maybe this week during Comic-Con, we'll see something. I doubt they'll do a Comic-Con. They'll probably do one of their little Nintendo Direct presentations. But I hope we see something very soon about this system because I am, like, anxious to see what they come out with. So final thoughts of the episode... Star Wars Celebration, I need to figure out a way how to get there. Um, next year, I am going to see what I can do since it's going to be in Florida. Because um, I really need to go to this thing. And, you know, with Episode 8 coming out next year, it's it just sounds like it's going to be a good time to be a Star Wars fan and be at that celebration. So I, I, need to, I just need to figure out how to get there. So that's going to be my goal for next year. Nintendo's classic game system, I'm telling you, I am going to purchase it day one. Maybe I'll, you know... Make sure that we I get it for Christmas or something like that, because that would be an easy Christmas gift to get me. But, yes, I definitely want that system. And the Nintendo NX, I, just, I can't wait. Uh, I'm super excited to see what Nintendo comes up with, and I just they need to hurry up and drop the news already. We're, we're ready to hear what, they wanna, what, what it is. So, with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of the Temple of Geek Talkcast. Since I have no panel here, I don't want to thank anybody. <laughs> so I thank myself for joining myself on this week's discussion. All the notes for this week's episode will be on our website, templeofgeek.com. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at info at Temple of Geek. And please head over to iTunes and Stitcher and rate our show. Until next time, may the force be with you. Please follow us on Twitter at 
Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash templeofgeek. And remember to visit thetempleofgeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.